it, Marty. <laughs> so I guess we're actually done this time. Yeah, we're done this time. <laughs> Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. This is Andrew. Today I am joined by Hannah, who's laughing uncontrollably for some reason. Marty, who still only eats half a burrito. Neil, who is holding on to something. I'm not sure what. It's a wine gum. A what? Okay. A wine gum. It's a gummy gummy candy thing. Oh. You okay. missed I, that whole I, thing. You guys weren't here. I just grabbed a handful of wine gums. I came down. I opened my hand. <laughs> six of them, all yellow. And then we said, like, what are the odds? But I actually surpri- don't want to do the math. Very surprising. So let's just say, I wow. I was like, man, they're putting, they're putting like wine flavor in like sticks of gum. Oh, yeah. It's- no, wine gums have been about for <laughs> decades, but that's effectively what they are. Yeah. Wine have, in the flavor have you guys, of gum. Have you guys ever heard of that? And we all I've heard Tom. of it. Yes, I, I'm also here. <laughs> Tom, the ignorant American. Uh, yeah, I've heard of wine gums. I thought they were it, more of a British thing, though. Yeah. Is it just okay. grape-flavored yeah, gum? No, it's wine-flavored. It's not gum. It's, it's not gum. gum. You got the, it's well, a what do you think Chardonnay? wine tastes like, Neil? Depends Chardonnay. Depends which one you get. Or rosé all day. You mean depending it, on what kind of a grape? No, what kind of wine gum? <laughs> They're all different. Well, yours apparently are all the same. Well, tonight. I got all the yellow ones. <laughs> so what wine is it that's in there? Riesling? Uh, there's Claret or Claret, Hock, um, Burgundy, I think they have. It, it actually has the name. It's printed on it. It tells you. I don't know what that wine that you're saying with the H is. Marty, you're a wine guy. What is that? Hock. Hock? I don't, I don't know what it is either, but it's... It's definitely what it says um, on the wine gum. Claret Hawk? I mean, wine gums have been around for like, you know, 80 years or something. I don't think, I don't think I've ever seen them in the grocery store though or anything. Hawk is a British British term for a German white wine. Ah, that's probably why I didn't know that one. Sometimes from the Rhine region and sometimes to all German white wine. It is short, it is short for the obsolete word Hockamore. An alteration of Hockheimer, derived from the name of a town of Hockheim in Main in Germany. So you see how you're looking at your screen and talking away from the mic? Yeah, I know that that doesn't help. So okay. it's Burgundy, yeah. but it's German, so it's Riesling from Burgundy? Is that what you're telling me? It's not Burgundy. It's you just said it was, no, that's you said different... it was Claret Hock, which is German. No, 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 no. Each candy... Is a different shape. They have like diamond shape and like long shapes, and each one has a different flavor. And they print on the candy the flavor for each candy. So one of them. So is... there's claret, hock, and burgundy. And there's more, but I don't really pay attention to be able to tell what? you what they are. Okay. Why can't not... you just get gushers with wine in them? I don't know what that is. <gasps> Business idea. <sighs> that sounds good. Han, see, I'm I feel in. like I remember yeah, having you. wine chocolates, and that's how the chocolates were. It had a little bit of like a wine infused, almost they like a them. truffle kind of. But that's like, like a, a chocolate, chocolate chocolate liqueur. Was yeah. It? Well, yeah. they make little but, chocolates that they fill with different kinds of liqueur as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm 
wouldn't be surprised if they would put wine in them. I'm not interested because I don't like fruit and chocolate together. But but Marty, TM, wine gushers. TM, TM, TM. You know what they also make? They make these little plastic bottles full of hard A. Yes, they do. Like a, there's like tequila, there's like rum. That's what I used like to sneak into in um, to uh, dry Adventist weddings. I have a cup. You get them on the plane. <laughs> no? I was going to say, you yeah. know, like airplane bottles? Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. those. Uh, I, have a, I have a selection of them on top of my booze cabinet. Is that like your bar card? It's just a bunch of tiny airport airplane <laughs> booze bottles. <laughs> well, I, I have I have a few of them that I've collected I, I don't even know from where. I guess one time I went to Total Wine more, grabbed a few, never drank them. And then like during Christmas, sometimes my family will get me little ones and throw them in there. And I drink them sparingly. So I just have a collection of them sitting up there in front of the big bottles, in front of the it's big called, boys. Oh, it's, like it's called the emergency reserve. big boys. When two big boys really love each other, a little boy shows up. I don't think that's, that's how, how biology works. works. No. <laughs> I'm a biologist. And you're a scientist. Microbiologist, though. Microbiologist, so I though. The confusion. Nah. I'm always confused. I, I do have a food thing, since we we're on the topic of food, I love that food. I wanted to bring up. So we were talking about Arby's and all. Like I feel like the past two podcasts. Let's not shit on did Arby's. You, hold on, hold on. Did you hit? A, did you have Arby's? No, I didn't. But I did see a commercial that apparently. So you were saying, Hannah, you. I don't know about the rest of you that you didn't like curly fries at Arby's. I don't. But did you see that they now have crinkle cut fries? I don't like Arby's. those either. Well, <laughs> you know what? This this whole conversation's a bust. Then. What do hey. you like, Hannah? No, 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 no. Nah, we gotta, no, no, no. We I can get. I can, I can get behind some crinkle cuts. She likes <laughs> normal fries. Jeez, that's what not. Do you like fries at all? That's I like not fries, dirty at yes. all. Okay. I like normal fries. <laughs> I like the the ones that are cut like straight or steak fries. I guess crinkle would be my third favorite fry. If we're gonna do I a mean, fry ranking. Still potatoes high high way. Yeah, the thing I don't like about the curly fries is they put some sort of seasoning on them. I don't really care for the mm-hmm. seasoning. Well, it doesn't so really have the crinkle cut, and they're a little crunchy. So if the crinkle cut is a plain fry that I am down. That's what it curly looks fries like. at fairs. Curly fries at fairs. Those are amazing. Oh yeah, Jersey Boardwalk. I like oh, the yeah. corn dog. That's good. That's the stuff. The funny Someday, thing is, there's a place we'll called Curly's. A again. There's a place called like Curly's. I don't know, fry stand or whatever. But they're crinkle cut fries. They're not actual Curly's. <laughs> they don't make a single Curly fry offering. Nah, That's it's false like, advertising. There was a couple years in a row. Every time I saw the sign, I kept thinking, oh, I'm going to get curly fries like from Arby's there. And then I would go up, order the fries, be a little disappointed. But with the amount of oil and salt on them, I mean, it's still pretty good. Like, look yeah. at this guy over here. It's He's so healthy. Jeez. What are you talking about? He's oil like turning salt. down the fries because of the oil and salt. Oh, no, I'm like not. He's no. saying they're so good. He definitely oh, ate them. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I misheard him. Just like sorry, I was rush, no, I was no. rushing to judgment. Tom, I apologize. Just like a couple weeks ago, I was out back at my friend's house, and we uh, got some Five Guys, and I, I mean, I had to put down like a large fry on my own. It is impossible to get Five Guys home before you just have a sopping bag of grease. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't 
truth. That's part of the guys. appeal of it. Ooh. You've never had Five Guys? No. Yeah, it's definitely an eat it there kind of place, if you ask me. Well, this was like, we were rushing around trying to get back home for the Sixers game. And we were watching mm. it out back. So eventually, by the time like 10 o'clock rolled around, we were like, oh, we should probably get something to eat for dinner. So we ended up going like Uber Eats and finding Five Guys is open. So nice. that's how we ended up getting that. Oh, yeah. 10 p.m. can be a hard time to get some Uber yeah. Eats and then, or DoorDash. And then we were, yeah, then we still waited like another hour until the delivery guys got it. Five, it over. five Guys is like the northern part or northern uh, states like equivalent to like White Castle, right? Well, White Castle's around here too, but you know, I got to drive we, like would, 45 minutes. We don't, we don't have those so. out here. You're not missing much. You might I not like have it, but... Hmm. Yeah, but I wouldn't really compare them, would, would you, Tom? No, not at all. White Castle's like yeah. straight up fast food. It used to be a lot more white. I'm sorry, is Five Guys like classy? I was going to say, how is Five Guys not straight well, up it's, fast it's, food? It's like the equivalent to like Chipotle, you know, where, <laughs> it's, where it's like a fast casual, I guess. But it's still a fast, fast casual is like an yeah, Applebee's. What's that? A fast casual is like an Applebee's. I mean, no. I <laughs> okay, what's a fast casual then? It's like Chipotle and I. I, I would say like guys. Subway. So. Ew, gross. Good lord. Um, yeah. those are fast casual. Now Subway's just garbage. <sighs> See, I, anything, anything that's slightly healthier that's not like that doesn't make it casual just by being healthier. healthy. It's just it's I would say they still fast food. They do use. I mean, I wouldn't say Five Guys is necessarily healthier than like a fast food place, but it's no better. Definitely not. I would say it's probably better ingredients, though. I mean, I you guess don't have maybe frozen maybe. patties, right? Everything's fresh. They use like I mean, it's I mean, probably the, the, like, like an In and Out. It's like an In and Out, maybe. Sponsor yeah, like In and Out is definitely fast food, but it's like more along the lines of like it's it it's a really good fast food place because everything's like fresh. That. Yeah, but I don't call it fast cash. I just call it in and out. That's what that's where I was trying to go with well, like the White Castle. I I've never been to a White Castle, so I thought it was a little bit more better than. Uh, they did make than, a like, whole McDonald's, movie about it. Dairy Queen. No, no, it, no it's, it's the Taco Bell of American food. Yeah. No, 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 no. Taco you, Bell's delicious. Like, yeah, no, but I'm just saying it'd go through you. Like a lot of people <laughs> uh, will eat White Castle and quickly visit the. Toilet. The commode. I've gotten a crave case before. I haven't been able to put it down myself, but that's like, it's what, 15, might be like 25 burgers inside of it. Okay, so Andrew. Between, like, between me, me and one other person, I think we split it though. I guess what has to happen on our motorcycle trip, Andrew, is that we have to find a White Castle, a Five Guys, and an In N Out burger. You could just combine them and find you a white go guy. West Coast to East Coast, then, don't you? I don't think <laughs> there's a white castle out there. Just find five white guys. Just find five white guys. Let them Marty, into your you, heart. You have fun with that. <laughs> I'm trying here, folks. I'm trying to get us content. <laughs> I'm trying to give us jokes. Yeah. <laughs> we have our roles. Neil had an idea. Well, wait, He's our idea, man. It is kind of practical, actually, now that I'm thinking of it. All you got to do is stop in a grocery store and look in the freezer aisle. I've heard that's not the same, though. It's really not that different. That sounds extremely unpractical on a motorcycle road trip, though. Are you bringing a, a microwave? 
on You're the back. You're stopping at a hotel somewhere that has like Andy a, wants to camp. A microwave, right? Yeah. What What about dicks? What about dicks? She likes the meats. Sporting goods. <laughs> so the Northwest equivalent to to I would say In and Out Burger is dicks. Um, so there's a few in, in like uh, those, Seattle. Maybe no, there's one in there's two in one or two in Spokane. There's oh, okay. two or three in Seattle. Um, there's a few elsewhere, I think, as well. This is a food place. I'm gonna be didn't pedantic they op- here. Didn't they open one in Kirkland, Andrew? Right before you moved, Kent. As you moved, Kent. That's it. Yeah, it's like the furthest one south they have. But they're pretty good. I would good. take in and out over dicks. It's also really small. Like it's basically just in Washington. I don't think you can pair that to um five white guys small. or whatever. But, oh jeez, Hannah. <laughs> it's it's but we're talking it doesn't about, like, matter the of the size of the dicks. Large, small. The atmosphere is what's important in a dicks. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere. That's a new one. Like a little candle or something down there. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. There's a there's a liquor store near my parents' house <laughs> called Richard's Liquors. We call it. Dick oh, Liquors. Dick Liquor. Oh, that's Dick's great. fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh! Shout out. To Dick I mean, Liquors. you you do got to pull up to Dick's. You gotta you gotta you know hop out and. Oh, it's not a drive-through. You gotta do a little bit of work at Dicks. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta go to Dicks. It doesn't come to you, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a fifty-fifty two-way street. And this isn't Dickie's Barbecue Pit. <laughs> no, no. I know okay. what that is. That's more widespread. Yeah. <laughs> the girth on that is a lot. <laughs> yeah, larger. it has a girthy distribution. Oh. Jesus, you guys are mature. <laughs> Who bought up dicks? Marty. I that's think Marty true. did actually. Yeah. Okay. You're right. It's all Marty's going, fault. Marty? To that... be fair, though, Hannah. Again, no, no pun intended. You jumped right on it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Pun fully intended. Okay. Uh, ridiculous. Anyway, I did have an idea. I feel yes. we're running out of dick conversation. Unless anyone disagrees. It wasn't as long as we thought. Just give it 10 or 15 minutes. We'll, 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 we'll circle back. Um, <laughs> it's purely an idea. We, we don't have to do it. Uh, what was it? We were talking about <laughs> junk uh, junk cupboards and people throwing away their they're, they're I thought you were done talking about dicks. Hold on, we're not talking about junk cupboards. Yeah, don't show me. Don't show rooms. me your junk cupboard unless junk I ask rooms, for it. Junk rooms. Hannah yeah. has a junk room. Well, I have. That's There's... like the closet in Monica's at on the TV show Friends, right? It's just like you throw whatever. Actually, it kind of is. It actually kind of is like that. So the, the rest of my house looks really nice and put together. It's kind of a secret room. Hmm. That I've just told the podcast about. And you know, if you were anyone from Friends, <laughs> you probably are Monica. It's, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think so. so I'd marry a Chandler, uh, though. Chandler's the, Chandler's the best male friend. I'd, I'd say she's <laughs> half Phoebe. Yeah. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I could be Phoebica. There we go. Yeah. Oh, hang on, hang on. 
How is Joey not the best? He's Joey's amazing. Yeah. He's loyal. Okay, we're gonna get back to dicks. He's like a one night stand. He'd be super fun, but he's not someone you want to marry. That wasn't part of the. the wasn't part of the he's criteria. too dumb he's too dumb and they made him too way dumb. too dumb in the later seasons he is the most loyal of the friends so is a golden retriever i'll just get a dog but you like cats actually yeah i would i would. that's that's why you're phoebe smelly cat my cats smelly don't cat. smell though doesn't matter you're accustomed you like to cats them. neil what's <laughs> this idea about junk okay the idea was it wasn't about junk but it made me think of something that um you know how and this is kind of like a get to know everyone on the podcast idea so we can go with it or not but everyone has that drawer right every human being out there in their house they everyone has that drawer which is the drawer in which you put things that um it could be anything but it's usually stuff that's sentimental to you some tokens or things that you don't want to get rid of maybe a passport photos stuff like that like everybody has that drawer and it's it's who's the dr- keeping a legal document in that drawer I i'm just a- saying like regardless everyone has a drawer and that is the drawer which it's the drawer that they can never clear out because like it's the opposite of the junk drawer it's like you can never for some reason whatever it is that's that drawer and then and, the, and when you die when someone cleans your house out for you they're going to be going through your house and they're going to open this drawer and they're going to go what the fuck is all this shit why is all this stuff in this drawer? And it's it means something to you, but it just doesn't have any meaning to to anyone else. And I thought it might be fun to talk about our drawers, assuming you guys have that drawer. But I, I, me and a friend have, a, you know, we believe that most people do. I have a solution to the sentimental drawer, which is a memory box, and I put I just... all of my memorabilia in that and put it in a closet. Okay, so you have a portable drawer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's good. I, probably I just want to similar. point out, Neil. Neil wants us to talk about our drawers. Oh, we're circling back, you guys. Oh, Marty, Marty. <laughs> All right, Tom. Sorry, talk about your drawer. We don't just, have to. I just, if you guys aren't comfortable, that's fine. I feel like. Well, uh, go ahead, Tom. Go okay. ahead. Okay. All right. I, I was just gonna say, like, for me personally, I, I don't think I have one specific one. When I moved from my parents to my house now. I kind of just like packed up everything and there's still stuff I have in certain drawers or uh, boxes kind of in my junk room. I'll call it. It's my spare bedroom. Uh, I just cleared it out. Uh, Yeah. For the most part, I cleared it out, but there's like two boxes in there. I just didn't go through what's in them to uh, clear them out. Cause I know it's like things from my childhood that right. Neil was kind of saying, you know, it's, um, you know, mementos or like things that, I guess are important to me for whatever reason. Like I could probably, I mean, I haven't touched them probably since I moved in and if I threw them out, like nothing would change, but for whatever reason, I don't get rid of them. And there's things like, uh, like a toy plane of like an F 15 fighter jet that I used to like, you know, say I would fly it around. I got like, uh, stuffed animals in there from, relatives that gave they you know they gave that to me um i got a i got a whole like um like a duffel bag full of hats and for whatever reason i just can't this is a lot bigger than a drawer tom oh yeah that's what i'm saying like i if you're if you're asking one specific drawer i can't really 
pinpoint specific. Like I can tell you all the things that I'm saving, and at some point I will go through them all and start like probably getting rid of some of that stuff. But he has a room sized drawer. It's yeah. a room sized drawer. A life well lived. That's what I figured when I was looking for a house. I <laughs> With said, "With a bunch Look, of I gotta, hats." <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta have a. I gotta have a room large enough that I can just throw all these hats and. Like put my memories in. in. I need a memory room. Yeah, it's a memory room. You know what? Good for you. So, Tom, but the, can I ask you a question then? Sure. Is it possible that you left that drawer back at your parents' house, or that you never really moved the drawer with you? Is there a drawer back at the the folks that still exists? I think the only thing I left back there was a base amp that was broken. So no, no. <laughs> Pretty much everything I took out. <laughs> so that's a no. yeah. I'm sure no. your parents were super pleased that you left them a piece of garbage. Well. <laughs> It's in the basement tucked away in a corner that they see maybe twice a year. Okay. So that two times a year. Oh, you know, your base amp is still over here. Yep. Okay. I'll, I do. I'll get to it. I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> so. When he goes back on tour. Yep, exactly. Just waiting for <laughs> yeah. that. Gotta With get a Ryan one in case the one Just waiting for the contract. You know actually, what? I was actually talking to somebody about that show over the weekend. And so I completely forgot. You, you ever see the show or the movie Twilight or you, you've heard I of the movie I've Twilight? I guess I've heard, yes. So I, I don't know. I, I've seen the movie once, the first one. Um, but there was an Asian actor in that that was like fairly well known. I like, don't know if that I remember there all. was one Asian guy that played one of her high school friends, but I don't know okay. who it was. I think he was like one of the high, like he wasn't like one of the main two. What's it? Um... Oh, it's Jacob. Edwin. Is that one? It is Edward, and it is Jacob. This is making me sound ridiculous. (laughs) But it's just such good trash. Can you say Edward one more time? Edward. (laughs) (laughs) That was quite good. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a side. Say wow. A sad sad little tangent, though. We have actually. Say wow. Wow? Say Edward wow. Edward Wow? <laughs> oh my god. Um I love it. <laughs> uh what's his name? Justin Chan? Justin. I I honestly don't know what his name is. Okay. Should I do you wanna did, did you have something to say about him before? No, I just think there's just he... one Asian person in the entire I, Twilight movie I, and it was I Justin there was. Chan. I thought that's why if I said that you would or somebody whoever watched the movie would reckon would know who I I'm do. talking about. Okay, well, so anyways, knows. I'll, I'll I'll finish up. If you have something to add at the end, I guess feel free. But let me. So the that guy and his sister, I guess, had rights with Disney to form a band and play at that show. So they opened for Ryan Cabrera and Aaron Carter with us. So it was just. So that was know. the opening just, act. Just like kind of added onto it that we played with a Disney band. We shared a stage with a Disney band. That's great. And <laughs> I remember kind of recognizing them, but I, I don't know. As far as I know, they never really like took off. The legend of Tom grows. Uh, <laughs> well, and I think at this point, Ryan Cabrera is like super down and out. You could get him back and go like try to cut, have a comeback to her. Oh, he's like oh. Well, apparently he is uh, a member of the K-pop parody group, Boys Generally Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I 
his career really took off. <laughs> BGA. Uh, uh, yeah, BGA, bitches. I'm a BGA stan. When are they going on tour? Let's get Anna some tickets. Uh, I will. I will. I will use my March Madness winnings to make that happen. I would, you got paid? No, I haven't got no, paid yet, to, but I would gladly. If paid. Hannah was going to use <laughs> that money to go to that concert, I'll go to this concert. I would say that's a, that's a worthwhile investment in my book. That seems fine. I'm going to see if they're touring. Because I want her to hold up a sign that says, do you know my friend Tom? <laughs> okay, well, while you're checking if they're touring, Neil, I want to I wanna ask you, because apparently you have one of these drawers. What's in there? Because I, I'm What's a little bit like Tom here, um, where I don't so think I, I have a I drawer. I have, um, oh, okay. I mean, I, I said sentimental, but for many people, it's, it, it could, it's sometimes just things that, not necessarily sentimental, but just stuff that, stuff maybe you don't want other people to see, stuff that um, is just garbage, you know, but for some reason, you keep it. But I, uh, in my drawer, I have um, I have a watch, which is my was my granddad's watch passed down a few generations through the family. Uh, I have these really cheesy, you know, those little um, crystal. They're not crystal. They're not actually crystal. Like but crystals. Like, they look like crystals, <laughs> and they make them in the shapes of animals, like little pigs and dogs and stuff. And it was a very 80s, early 80s thing to do. And you could buy like, they kind of like little pigs and little dogs and little cats and little giraffes. And they look like little pigs. Anyway, my grandmother had them and um, she she had collected tons of these things. And then she, I don't, she had always said when she died, I always used to say, you know, like kids do, when you die, I want that. And um, so she did die, um, unfortunately. And so I have it, and that's in my drawers. So I have like these little crystal animal things. Um, I have you... a journal. I have a receipt for handgun uh, training that I bought because I was when I went to a gun show, I was going to um, buy a gun and then go to this, um, you know, arms firing course, like intermediate mm-hmm. and beginner handgun. But because I never bought the gun, I just had the receipt just followed me around, you know, it's just sitting there like for, forever. Um, I have a couple of um, brooches, I think, that I got when I went, I was able to go to the house. I was able to go to the Houses of Parliament in the UK and actually go back there because my brother was sort of a semi-politician at the time. So I went back into the bar and that was cool and bought this crappy little thing. Um, Wait, this is the brother that was the, like... The wild story brother, he got into politics. That makes sense. Yes, he did. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he got into politics. He's a businessman, and then he got into politics just for a while. He's not in <laughs> politics anymore. The legend of your brother grows. Yeah, just every like Tom's legend of his. Bit more, uh, <laughs> I know. I want to meet your brother on the podcast. We got to have him on one day. Neil's mm. like, I'm not doing <laughs> that. So <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Um, it's like me getting my brother on here. Okay, sorry for interrupting. He's Casey older than me. Older. He's not. He's he's step brother. He's not actually a blood brother. Yeah, but, okay. But you know, just call him brother because we grew up, okay. or sort of grew up together at, a, at some point. Hi, I feel like I haven't brother. heard any stories that Marty's referring to. It was the when they hijacked an ice cream truck. I think. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I kind of vaguely remember yeah. that. Yep. 
Um, and then what else is in my drawer? Just a, uh, a picture of me and my sister, a photo that I just happen to have. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. So this journal, what's what's this journal? Oh, so the journal was actually a journal that I, I was writing when I was backpacking around Europe back when I was like, no, not that long ago, like 20 something. Um, and for some reason, even though I'd had lots of other journals and writing, for some reason, that particular one, I just, it's in the drawer. Um, and, uh, it's just still there. It's just sort of always in the drawer. That um, sounds kind of cool, though. Like an interesting time of your life and just. No, no, yeah, it was, right. I mean, it was, it was cool. When Where he recounts his. Or you've, like, read the journal or, like, skimmed through it at all? Oh, I don't want to read it, dude. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible <laughs> you idea. You don't want. I read well, my, I don't read my own journal. Why do you keep it around if you don't want to look I'll back just, at it every once in a while? I don't know. Who knows? That's, you, exactly why? I don't know why. But do you have, that's the, do you have that's any the point idea, of the draw. Like, what, what you wrote in the journal? Like, can you think back to, like, was it just about the experiences you were. You no, had? no, no. I re- no, I remember at the time I was into. Because um, I just finished college. And I was having. I was on a real big. I was on a big craze for two things at the time. Um, for some random reason, I was super into Da Vinci for like a couple of months. So, and I've read all this cool stuff about what Da Vinci did to like, you know, grow his mind and grow his skills. And he did all these interesting things. And it was like kind of a, you know, do it yourself kind of thing. So all kinds of drawings are in the journal, like actual drawing, um, stuff like that. And then um, I was also very much into, um, at that time, like psychotropic um experiences um and sort of like shamanism and stuff so i had a lot of think there's a bunch of crap in there about that but yeah it's fine i mean whatever i don't know it's nothing special let's put it that way (laughs) it's it's hunter s thompson it's not not gonna get published anytime soon it's definitely something i would keep for sure yeah i mean i keep it because why throw it out like because i can look at it and then if in 20 years, if I open it up and look at it, it'll bring back memories. Right, exactly. Like, like, like looking through a photo yeah. book. And it, I don't know, it's just something about it. Just cool. Um, I've never been a big photo person. Like my wife has boxes and boxes of photos of family and this and that. I've probably only ever taken about 12 photos in my entire life. So I have no visual record of my of anything I've ever done. Um, so I'm never going to be able to get old. Well, I will because you're going to get did. old. Once I met her, everything's recorded, which is awesome because I because it is really nice to look back at times. You go, oh, look at this photo of Elsa when she was one years old, and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's the benefit of taking photos right there. Right. Yeah, your your wife's Instagram pops off all the time. Yeah, she's always taking photos. She loves to take. Anyway, that's my drawer. Um, so I'm not saying that the drawer is very, you know, exciting, but I just think that I, I've, in speaking to other people, other people have all kinds of funny things in there, you know. I would say I don't necessarily have a drawer, but I do have enough weird things sprinkled around my house to raise mm-hmm. questions. So when I'm totally dead... Not just partially dead. I'm only someone will find them. Yeah, like they'll be like, "Why does she have a bunch of teeth in a beaker?" Why, like, (laughs) I have all of my. Why do you have a bunch of teeth in a beaker? (laughs) I mean, I can't really give you a reason besides they're my teeth. If that makes it better. Okay. Well, that's 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 good to know. 
No, if, it doesn't. If they were someone else's teeth, I would also put them in the beaker. I know why she they're has her, it. She doesn't want some other teeth. voodoo doctor getting a hold of those teeth and doing some curses on her. Or yeah, I gotta like keep so all my stuff to myself. Yeah, it's better in your own possession. Oh, you still flush the toilet. <laughs> it's diluted. Um, <laughs> they're gonna be like, this chick's crazy. She has a lot of fucking crystals. And then they will find all of my journals from freshman year two up to now, which no one should ever read besides me. And they may also find my binder full of lot. fan fiction. <laughs> so there's some weird shit later on. <laughs> so if I die, you guys you guys can uh, clean out my house if you guys want. You have piles of fan fiction that you've written? I don't have piles of it because when I was writing a lot of it, we had um like family's first computer. So they're all saved on um, floppy disks, a lot of it. So that's all lost. But I have uh, handwritten stuff like a like a... A binder of handwritten stuff, which does we remind totally, me. We should totally do Hannah's weekly fan fiction segment. Uh, we read some fan fiction. It, we get a paragraph. It, she reads us a paragraph. It does <laughs> remind me that we need to watch The Secret of Nim because I did write a lot of fan fiction about the rats of Nim. That and uh, Canadian Neil donated his winnings. He did. To us being able to watch that. And I'm no longer oh. boycotting Amazon, so... You gave wow. in. So well, effective. I, I really I wanted to watch so this like documentary about the people person I was doing research on, and I've just I've gone back. It didn't make well, a single bit of difference. I know. Well, so uh, my question is, how are you going to access this? Because Neil, he's our computer guy. You have to have an external. I don't have the floppy hard. Disk I don't drive. have the hard. I don't have the floppy disk anymore. Oh, because I was going to say, like, I thought you had that, because I'm it, sure Neil has something he could oh, like, read your down. parents? Oh, no, we threw it away. Well, because my parents yeah, moved uh, at, in November, and so, like, if there is a childhood junk drawer for me, it's gone now, because they purged a bunch of stuff. So we just threw out a bunch of things, too. Because it's like, what are we going to do with a floppy disk? Also, don't look at the floppy disk. So it's in a landfill somewhere. Yeah, I guess someone might find them someday. Uh, it will be a lot of emo, angsty, Harry Potter, and I'm probably an orphan in it. <laughs> I probably have a twin. <laughs> a, a, a lost, a long lost twin? No, I know the twin. Oh. I feel just with that those subjects, I feel like we just learned a little bit more about I don't know him. how you didn't you like, guess that from the top. Do you have like telepathy with your twin? No. So. Not about that at all. No, like I did the shitty thing where um, I definitely wrote Harry Potter fan fiction, but I never included any magic in it. It was more just like, uh, I'm going to go date Charlie Weasley or something. So it was, it was all fulfillment. It was all self-insert fulfillment bullshit. As a muggle, you didn't even give yourself witch powers. Oh, I, no, no, I was, I was a witch in it. I, there just never was any magic, so there wasn't like, you know, mind melding or i didn't do any spells it was just it was just romance except for your magic between you and charlie got it ah that transcends muggles which which is and his wand i was gonna say the magic between what marty (laughs) sorry here we go (laughs) so that's hiding in my house so when i'm dead and i'm all alone, some random person is going to find all of that. They'll probably just toss it, though, because 
Would you just read a random journal you found? Actually, I totally would. You might. Actually, I tend so to. Uh, I totally yeah, would. Yeah. I, I guess the, mo- the more you guys talk about it, you talk about if you ever to die and someone's come through your house, I, I've had that thought. And I think because of that, I continually get rid of all the weird shit. <laughs> yeah, I try to keep like a, my like cyber network pretty clean. But like <laughs> cyber network. I don't know what to call it to be honest. Yeah. I'm a microbiologist. Delete my history. <laughs> but I can't get rid of some of this mind. like hard copy stuff that I just uh, yeah. I'll be dead though, because once I'm dead f- Yeah, first of all first of all you'll be dead. So you ain't, you you're not gonna I'm not gonna give one um, single shit. I'm gonna say yeah. this too. I wanna see what your guys' reaction to this is actually. Because I got about a 50-50 mix at a bonfire I went to on Friday. When I'm dead, my body just a bunch of meat. I will give it to science. I don't know if science will want it. If science does not want it, I would give it to a necrophile as like a gift. And yeah, that's weird, question, Hannah. Do we agree with that? Is, or do we think that's cool? Or would we do the same? What's the question? I don't want any part of you that. You don't want any part of that. Okay, what? that's kind of the question, I guess. <laughs> like, no. What? no, I mean, they no. can answer, but I, that's where I'm at on that line. That's fair. <laughs> I just... Well, what is the question? What is the question? Yeah, what? Well, it's just like, basically what Andy said, I guess. There's not really a question. I just wanted a response. Is the response no? Probably. I mean, if that's truly what you want to do, that's up to you. Um, are you are you wanting us to find want- the necrophile? Actually, that actually, give, it, give your I'm body to them. I'm going to give you guys two jobs, you guys, and you'll get the reward of reading my journals and fan fiction for this. But yes, you if you could also find a necrophile for me after I am dead, that'd be perfect because I don't want to tell them beforehand because I feel they might get a little um impatient and kill me themselves. So. It has to be a post-death uh, gift. So you guys have some jobs. Do you have a will written? And this is in your no, will? No, I should. And I got a... Who wants my baby teeth? Well, this is this is <laughs> audio proof of this. This is... Well, this is your... Binding um, contract. What is it? Direct, what is it called? Enough, right? Not prime directive. That's Star Trek. But it's your... Um, oh. You know, what final, they, final directive. Final, is it final that? directive? I always think of the prime directive, which is Star Trek. And that's more important. I thought your prime directive is like your number one superseding mission, and your final directive would be like the last wish that your you last have. Last will attest. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's like your medical. Um, it's not your final. Like your DNR. You know the one. The do not resuscitate. Whatever. I'll I'll look it up. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, yes. I got. I got my answer. Is a binding legal document. So if you guys are rubbed in, I got. I got my answer. I've, I've thought about this for a bit. Yes. You guys, do you guys see more time? Marty, do you want my teeth? No. Ah, no. Is it is and, this like your what's in your box, or is or tour, or is this in response? To no, this Hannah is this is my response to Hannah. Um, no. That's fair. I, I I I don't want that in my search history. Oh, so you mean you wouldn't even try to find? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I see how it is, Marty. I, I'm definitely giving you my teeth then. No, I'm gonna just give you that, a bunch of that, needles in my will. It's, I, it's like, and, and even like knowing that one of my friends would end up in that situation and having them, their remains used in that way, I wouldn't feel comfortable with it because then finding the person like 
going through the search. It's a tall ass. Knowing, knowing, like, like. <laughs> it's a tall ass. So if that doesn't work out, you'd please be, burn my body. <laughs> I know you'd be okay with it, but at the same time, like, I can, I couldn't go through with somebody disrespecting. I'm giving you a backup Disrespecting plan. your respect. Like, ah, uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't even. on a funeral it's, pyre. It's all completely respectful, I'm already, I'm already out, but, like, just, I guess the idea of it, is that a healthy behavior? Right. Well, so like someone the body is just, no. like, it's just a bunch of meat. What makes a person a person is what dies. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, but, I'm not talking about you what, at this point. You're what, dead. You're gone. Doesn't matter. But for the other person, is that a healthy behavior that you should be encouraging? Oh, the necrophile, you mean? Should we be giving heroin to the that actually is That's a point I have not thought of. <laughs> Did that not I don't to want you? to be responsible for a murder <laughs> down the line. All right, fine. Funeral pyre or leave you to the wolves. <laughs> funeral pyre, I'm all on board. Okay. Viking funeral. Viking funeral's fine. Just don't bury me and do not put embalming chemicals in me because that's pointless as fuck. Well, since we're on the subject, here's a question. If you could... <laughs> It's not, trust me, it's not as crazy as necrophilia. Strap in, folks. Strap in. No, 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 no. I think <laughs> Hannah's, it's not going to get, nothing's going to get more extreme than what Hannah just said. Um, this this train's left the station. But, no, no, I've always thought of this. Because I, to me, it's always been a 50-50. If you could just get your body put in a, in a you know, a, a pod and shot into space, would you, knowing that either A, well, three things. One, nothing will happen. You'll just, but you'll run into some star and you'll fry up, or that you'll uh, get resurrected again by some alien species, in either a good way or a bad way. Like you, you know what I mean? It's like it's like yeah. it's like um, uh, cryogenics, except say, it's almost like Fry in, in Futurama. Where yeah, yeah, exactly right. I mean, fry in Futurama, perfect example. Would you, you going to do that? You, now I'm thinking the dog. You, like, would you say, yeah, go on then, toss me in? Because it could be billions of years but still you might get picked up and you might get brought back and who knows what might happen but but, i mean would you be brought back or would they just use your tissue for say cloning and then you have no clue you have no no idea right and what's the chance of even hitting a star (laughs) what is with the (laughs) what is with calculating the odds of things happening tonight um i actually just finished reading a book about it's called Awakenings by Oliver Sacks. I don't totally recommend it, just because he, he writes kind of weird. But it was a it's about an interesting subject, and so it's about people that got encephalitis lethargica, and so like when the Spanish flu was going around, there was something else going around too, and so some people ended up getting that as well as probably a virus, and then it would flare up within a year or ten years, and then they would just completely go like comatose, like in. And they call it sleeping sleepy sickness, which sounds very cute, but it's very depressing. And they would, and then they would bury them. No, so like in the, I don't remember now, seventies maybe when L dopa came out, they were using L dopa, and that was awakening the patients to an extent. But there are wildly different reactions to being awoken, and that's only being out for like thirty years and coming back and being like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh wow, they were out that oh, long. It's... I feel like I've actually heard of this. There's oh, also that's, a that's movie gnarly, yeah. with Robin Williams. I want to watch it. And there's also a, mm. one of my favorite podcasts does an episode on it as well. This podcast mm. will. But it, it's the same idea, though, right? It's that idea of being 
non unconscious or non-conscious for an extended period because uh, you know 30 years or a billion years if you're not conscious you're not conscious right? not 100 so, percent sure how conscious they were for those 30 years is the part sure that's but let's terrifying. assume that they let's assume that they weren't just for the sake of argument and then you get brought back by something and then yeah how you react and like is that good or like i don't know just thought i think there was a guy like within the past 10 years I think he broke or came very close to breaking the record on the longest time a person's been in a coma. That's the worst and record. And then came out of it. It's a horrible record for sure, but you know he came out of it, and it was like did it, guys? It was upwards. It, I want to say it was close to forty years. Holy I shit! Say something, something's telling me thirty-seven years. I, That's but it's like crazy because he was in a coma through all that. of these different like medical innovations. Oh, yeah. And they just kept yeah, him so here's there. A, here's a, huh. Like a person, as a person goes through life, physically, you use your joints. Mechanically, the sun beats on you. you, you wear, your body gets worn, right? If you're in a coma for 40 years, obviously you age. But how is the, the body must still be somewhat youthful? Actually, that's or not. I, I, what they were saying in the book that I was talking about, about awakenings, that they all looked extremely youthful. Like you would never have hmm. guessed that they were probably in their 50s or 60s. Because they didn't put the wear and tear on it. They didn't put the wear and tear on, on, on it. I don't think they had very much facial expression, so that would probably give you more wrinkles and yeah. whatnot. They were more inside wrinkles, a hospital. Yeah. like. Um, but yeah, they, they definitely looked extremely youthful compared to what their actual age was. I'm glad you knew the answer. I mean, I also tell you hypothetical um, question, and you were right. I will also tell you that happened with astronauts in space too. There's like like wasn't there a twin brother that went up, and I thought you looked a uh, like ten years younger. Well, you age slower. You age slower, but you have to be there for quite some time. He came. He came back taller because there was less pull on the cartilage Mm -hmm. and the bones, so he actually grew a little bit. Is this the the brother that I'm talking about? Yeah, I believe he's a senator now for Arizona. Yeah, I wonder Mark what Kelly. He... Oh, Mark. I think it's Mark, Mark Kelly. That sounds about right. Yeah, but I think he. Yeah. I think he looks a lot younger than his twin brother as well. But how long was he? In Nobody space cares for? about his brother. Okay. Um, the longest. <laughs> he has the record for the longest time in space. Oh, does he? Oh. Yeah. So it's what? like three years or something. Only three years. Huh. I mean, Three years is a long time. It's a long time, but it's not like even if you froze time. Holy by shit! By the time you're fifty, his wife was Gabby Giffords that got shot in the head. His wife is. Oh yeah, Gabby she survived. Gifford. Actually, they married after he came back. Uh So. Oh, he wasn't. She wasn't his wife then. Well, because she, her husband divorced her, or her, her husband died in the shooting. I think oh. is what happened. That paralyzed her. Real tragic yeah, story. That's terrible. Mm. Marty, what's in your junk drawer? Um, well, see, when Neil asked this question, I initially thought it was like the drawer that you have in like your kitchen or something that is full of like pens. Yeah, that's, what, stamps. that's what I was thinking of. There is that drawer. There is that drawer too. Yeah. But you're thinking like trinkets and things and I'm keepsakes. Just thinking, just a, it's like a personal drawer, a drawer with things that you don't have a haven't thrown away or wouldn't want anyone to necessarily see maybe I don't know, maybe you don't have one i don't know that it would i would say that i have one but i have like i mean you keep a drawer or a safe or something that has like documents and things that you need to keep a record of sure. like 
my safe has documents and copious amounts of weed and weed supplies. You're ready for the <laughs> You would hate for that world. to burn up. You got to put it in the your The best part box. is is that No, the best part is is that my passport, my green card fucking stink <laughs> of skunk. <laughs> it's like I mean, that stuff has to be super dry by now. Do you replenish it? Yes, yeah, of course. Why well, you just put it in there? Well, I, it's not. Well, you were just talking about the other weekend that he got. <laughs> hold, somebody from, like, hold Uber your Eats weed. <laughs> okay, okay, hold okay. Your so it's this emergency stash. It's got like it. how you had to got replenish it. like uh, some of your no, no, uh, good. No, it's only in. It's in there. It's in there because uh, I don't want the kids to, you know, stumble uh-huh. across random shit. I have a responsibility as a parent to, you know. <laughs> Be responsible. Be responsible. Yeah. Do you, do you have a lock on that drawer? It's, it's a, a safe. safe. No, it's, it's a, a safe. safe. Comes Sorry, with a lock. That. A safe, um, which, by the way, ran out of battery a- when we when we were go. We needed to, the passports when we were going on a cruise, and the battery for the little thing on the front yeah. fucking died after like five years. And I'm like, oh, all my shits in there. I can't get it because I hadn't been in it for like a month or something. And uh, but you know, I found out pretty much any safe in the world you want to break into, just go on YouTube and it will tell you what to do. So, <laughs> coat hanger, special clip thing, managed to break into it in about forty minutes. It's great. YouTube, <sighs> YouTube would teach you anything. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, your kids don't um, try that. Yes, as for things that I keep, I mean, not gonna lie, it's kind of like my underwear drawer, my underwear sock drawer. But I would say the only like valuable thing that's not like a piece of document, like played star wars trading card game or customizable card game growing up and like i keep decks at the ready to play um there's a star wars even, game trading card yeah game? i yeah. never even knew that so okay soapbox here i live in the town where magic the gathering started Ooh. i did not know that one of the, one of the the inventor actually worked for the college here whitman Bougie and bitch. He wanted to sell this board game. It's called Robo Rally, which is actually really good for programming and stuff. But he wanted to sell it. He sold it to Wizards of the, Wizards of the Coast, but Wizards of the Coast only would buy the game if he made this card game, or they wanted to get in this card game thing. And so he created Magic the Gathering. So growing up, my brother, being older, he got into Magic first. Of course, I was younger. I want to do everything my brother did or go down and hang out at tournaments. And so I eventually got into magic. It was one of the few things that my brother and I did. Actually, we could bond over. But after a while, I just kind of got tired of magic. And magic is like playing one-on-one, or you're playing playing against a bunch of other people. I wanted, there was a new game, Star Wars. So I traded all of my magic cards, which I had a a pretty good collection. At the time. (laughs) And I just, I traded them all straight up for somebody else's Star Wars cards. And granted, I have a pretty sizable Star Wars card collection, like the rarest card. um, Well, used to be the rarest card were a Black Border Darth Vader. I have nine of them now, I think. And so. How do they stack up compared to the price of Magic cards? Let's just say probably my whole Star Wars card collection, if I was to sell it, I would get a couple thousand out of it. Wow. So not too great. Um, but it was magic with, that much more. Oh, God, with yeah. magic. Um, Hundreds of thousands. Just, 
just with the the era that I would played, I played up through Mirage, which is like ninety eight, and so, and I had some Alpha, Beta, some first and second. So my whole Magic: The Gathering collection, looking at it now, probably would be worth ten thousand, easy, wow. or maybe, maybe more. ten to twenty, I'd maybe probably more. more, dude. Are they? Still not to make putting, you feel bad. <laughs> are they not putting out new cards for Magic? They are putting out more Magic cards, and so the format. I just can't get into Magic anymore. Like, well, I mean, for my what? job, we try. I tried to get back into it, and I looked at it, and I was like, I, I can't understand these rules. But like, what makes the cards so expensive? It's just really good in tournaments. Uh, yes. Yeah, and because they nerf, they nerf the cards sometimes. Um, they? they 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 ban certain cards. Um, mm-hmm. They stop printing certain cards, so there's all variety of reasons why cards might become rare. Um, not just including the fact that they're already, by their nature, you know, legendary or whatever they're called in Magic, like rare cards. Uh, but I know a few people. I know two people who have Magic collections over two hundred thousand dollars worth. Jesus and, Christ! Yeah, and I always one say card to, is worth like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, what's, I always say to them, why don't you sell it? And they never do. And few years later it's always worth more so fair play yeah. <laughs> wow and it's only gonna yeah. go up so, i've heard so yeah. like the, the, i would say there's like two mainly one you know and most people got into i would say pokemon trading cards at some point in their life you know especially around our age i would say um so that's like the biggest trading card game that i have in, in terms mm-hmm. of like a collection i still have it supposedly my friend was telling me that the American, the original American set will sell for like several hundred dollars now. And I knew it was doing that when I was a kid, but as far as I know, it tanked in value for a while and now it's kind of back up. So I don't know if it's partially because of the pandemic or partially because like what you guys were saying, like supply and demand, maybe they nerfed the cards. They're not as good anymore. I, I don't know the reason, but I feel like at least with Pokemon. Yeah. For, I f- it's memorabilia. Right. Pokemon is an ever-growing thing. Yeah. Um, the Star Wars thing, like it was kind of a flash in the pan, like right. six or seven year, like run. Maybe that might even be extended. But I know once Episode Two came out, the company lost its license, so it ended. I feel like that so, would just kind of help you in the long run, though, because that demand is so much lower. Enough that like Magic the Gathering is fucking yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like you need that perfect storm of the the thing itself is still contemporary and relevant and people care, but it has a history and all these old rare things that now, you know, because if, if there's no interest in it, period, no one cares, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, but, it, but yeah. it's and almost I, like Star, I mean, Star Wars has a huge amount of relevance. Though. I mean, you're right. But Star Wars is huge. Because I'm. No, it doesn't. I'm not a but nerd, but say. I know about Magic the Gathering. I don't know about the Star Wars trading card game at all. So it, sure. it's permeated. Right. It's permeated like all culture at this point. I feel like. I. But imagine, imagine that trading card game that people don't really know about. Imagine people start hearing about and like finding out about it and wanting to try it out. But that and that's a, that demand starts growing, but that supply is, you know, it was so diminished to begin with. So. I, it I seems. Know. I mean, it, it, we, it's like there's no point in selling it. Basically, at this point, no. But who's to say? I don't plan to sell it. Yeah. I don't. Um, 
You should pump again, and dump, Marty. Pump and dump. Who's to say it going, doesn't like spike up in price sometime? In the going future? going back to my childhood, um, and part of the reason Andy and I are doing this motorcycle trip is my friend who committed suicide, and I got into the game partially because we both love Star Wars, and his brother and him got into it, and I saw it, and I was just more intrigued by the game because you're taking characters and and instead of doing like a one-on-one battle with a person you're battling light side versus dark side and you have sites and you have objectives and missions or things that you're trying to so like the game can change based on whatever deck style that you're using and all this stuff and it's movie thematic but so just for that in my childhood like there's certain things i'm just not going to get rid of and it's going to be with me oh for sure right um but that game, I mean, it had a, a very fanatic following to the point where when the company stopped printing the cards, they took some of the top players and they made this virtual like council. And so they still have gone through and made digital, like photoshopped and new cards that they add on on top of other cards to essentially keep the game going. So the game ended in the early 2000s. Here we are. I actually checked on it last summer, and it they're still producing stuff on it. So that part's really cool. That is really um, cool. Yeah, I mean, all the new Star like, Wars movies they can have characters from yeah, there in the universe. They went, they went through and added those. So like, it's still going. It's just not as prevalent as like a company's making and selling things. Like you just get the card, print it, and then you can put it on. So you like it. It's more user friendly now. It's just like. The older cards kind of like I got my nine Darth Vaders. I don't want to sit there and play with them like kind of thing. But, you know, I had my decks ready so that if, you know, my buddy ever came into town, like we're ready to play. (laughs) I have a couple fun facts about the adventure of Magic the Gathering. Well, I actually just ran into a buddy at when I was getting my COVID shot um, this past weekend um, that I used to play with. And we haven't talked in a two, three years. And I think the last time we talked was about our friend passing. And we actually were like, hey, would you like maybe we need to like get back together and, and get a Shit. game going or something? And his brother played. So this buddy, his brother, who is in my grade, and then our other uh two friends and the one who passed away. Like there was like the six of us, and we were always the ones battling for the top of the tournament. So like it's nostalgia. Yeah, yeah totally. 100%. Cool. Yeah. I would keep it. Yeah. I, I always break out. Every once in a while, break out the, the Pokemon decks. We'll start creating new decks with friends or uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. We got into uh, like very briefly for about a year. And, uh, see, Tom so and I, I have, are simpatico. I did like Yu-Gi-Oh. So I have enough for a deck there. I had, oh, you know what? More recently, right, pr- right before COVID, uh, a friend of mine, he uh, kind of got like, starter decks for everyone for this new Dragon Ball Z trading card game. So we were trying to learn the the rules of that and on we got a couple games under our belt and then uh COVID happened kind of like ruined everything. But, it's not oh, a game you can play through know. Zoom. I, I I never even thought of that. Oh. Honestly. Well, fuck it. Zoom sucks, so we're fine. <laughs> it's, it's been get over a, a year. Yeah. So get a get a webcam, a top-down webcam yeah, right. that you can That's what we could do. I was hoping they would come out with some like electronic one that you could play over the internet or somebody would create something. But never happened. 
I don't know. There's a card. Like, he, they have cards against humanity. They have some other games. Like, you got to look for them. Yeah. There's I mean, that's, that's typically what I'll play. Steam. But I feel like some of those yeah, were Carcazone. made after the pandemic started happening. All right. The guy who invented Magic the Gathering is the great-great-grandson of President James A. Garfield. That's for, that's, <laughs> yep. that's for you, Marty. Yep. He was a... Professor Richard, Gar- Red- Richard Garfield. He was a visiting professor of mathematics. And uh, mm-hmm. he was, his granduncle invented the paperclip. And then I have what a something family. to say about... Um, That's ridiculous. I didn't the, know the paperclip paper part. was so fucking I will, random. But I, oh. I will tell you, I did meet Richard one time. He did not like the color black at all. Well, he would not like me at all. No, like the, co- like the color black in Magic. He only made that because Wizards of the Coast made it. Oh. Is that a card? Or is that like a whole like energy kind of Same thing? Same color, yeah. You have five colors, red, white, green, blue, and black. Uh, and then artifact, which is colorless. Okay. But it's not a main thing. You only have the five. Five, ele- or and five elements. And your whole deck is like based off of one of those colors? We can get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> we could spend hours talking about that. I, I had one friend growing up, and I never really asked him that many questions about it. It was like right at the kind of point where he was going away to college and I was still not, he was a year older than me so he he was getting really into magic at the time and then um so I never really played I don't I if I have a card it's like one magic card lying around I should probably look at it to see if it's like that $30,000 one that would be kind of nice but I doubt it it's it's not I'll tell you exactly what the card is black lotus <laughs> alpha okay yeah. hand I have a couple more, more things Oh, my goodness. Okay. Mark Kelly was married to Gabby Giffords before she was shot. They were married in 2007. Boys, generally Asian, I think only have two songs, so I don't think they tour. And then to go on a more serious note, (laughs) uh, the terminology is starting to shift instead of committed suicide to died by suicide, which I prefer as someone who has a mental illness, is that like, the committed suicide makes it feel like that's just a hundred percent that person's fault. But it. When did we talk about suicide? Marty did. My friend. Marty did. Marty's oh, okay. okay. Yes, Sorry, yes. I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get up to date on my terminology. No, I'm just saying that's the new. Things it's are just always changing. Marty. It's changing. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't. It's aware totally of that, fine, so but I like a death by suicide a little bit better because it's a mental illness and you do kind of lose control of part of your mind, so you're not a hundred percent in your. Mm-hmm. mind when you're depressed so that's all i'm done so what's in your box andrew draw not box draw you're the last one well like i was saying um i've always had that thought like if i was to die and someone had to go through all my stuff i don't want oh, them to find the weird things it all have to think about it so i guess over the years i've moved here and there and every time i move i do a good job of throwing a lot of that stuff out so my drawer is spread all across thrown out in different places Dumps across America. <laughs> um, as far as like sentimental things that i'm holding on to i can't really name them I, I i have a cigar box full of pictures but even there i could probably get rid of 90 percent of them and still be happy what i just haven't so- taken the time to go through them do you guys have anything that you keep from like events? So like I, yes. I started keeping everything from like 
movie tickets to right, sporting right. events. Mm-hmm. Every Eagles game I go to. Or every well, now that you're a to, spoken start, man, you better. Out. What's that? Now that you're a spoken for man, you better start keeping date memorabilia. Receipts. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to keep those... tickets. Yeah. Like I, that's, the first movie stub that you went to. I lost it at this point. Like that's all. Well, yeah, you gotta well, press the stuff. first flower you gave her. Those ba- baby's, uh, baby's breath. breath. Please press a baby's breath and give it mm-hmm. to her in a year. I, I, <laughs> I forget if I brought it up, but I did ask. Oh, her you did. Other, I don't think you did. Week. I asked her. I said, you know, like truthfully, do you like? How do you feel about roses? Um, just receiving roses. Do you prefer other flowers or not? She said she likes them. So. That's not the question. Roses are fine. She sounds I'll too, take a fucking rose. She sounds too agreeable. Baby's yeah. breath. I asked her on that. Is the too. offending said, oh, part of the this? That's the whole thing. Okay. Why is that the offend? That's the offending thing to you. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Well, that's who we're talking about. I, I did well. <laughs> okay. Yes, you did well. <laughs> Stop trying to put me down. And uh, even if <laughs> don't you know? Don't you know? Hannah's the only one that matters in this equation. That's here. why I'm starting another podcast. Well, it is relationship corner with Hannah. What you want to do? Relationship right? corner with Hannah. Who's up? I, s- I said this is a relationship corner with Hannah. I still stand Marty. by. Okay, I will tell you every woman Marty, I've asked. Any new news? Every woman I've asked has been on the same page with me about baby's breath. So your girlfriend, now that you have the name, might actually just like you a lot and doesn't want to hurt your feelings, which is also sweet. But it it'll is. pass. It will. I've tried. I've tried to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask her again in like six months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never gonna let baby's breath go. So yes, do that. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, well, I, Andrew, I pressed her too. I was like, "Look, you're not gonna hurt my feelings. I want to know for the future." And she's like, "She said no." She, she have we ever breath. asked Andrew if he's bought baby's breath for his girlfriend? Yeah. I also need to ask Andy's girlfriend if she likes baby's breath. We also need to do the episode about Seventh Day Adventist with Andy's girlfriend. So I have not bought baby's breath for her. Um, the episode we were talking about Valentine's Day, <laughs> it never came up. But we're we're just gonna you know pick up food and we're gonna cook here, have a dinner. And she had to tell me to get flowers to pick up. <laughs> Sounds about right. So that that's, <laughs> that's where the kind I'm of woman you need. That's the kind of woman you need. You need a woman that's just like. Get me flowers. She, she okay. does say what she cool. wants, and that is something. Yes. I but like you should it. remember that for good, next good year, for Andy, and just get her flowers without her having to ask. No, because nope. then you can't do that. Oh. That's a slippery slope. It's a slippery. I guess I've never looked slope. at it from the other side. <laughs> once you once you start, it becomes the expectation. Yeah, and then you forget, and then boom, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I'm she curious. does listen to this podcast, and every time she's listened to it, she's never mentioned anything about baby's breath all right that's it's been about two months since we've well yeah about i don't remember i'm curious how difficult it is is it for you to find like a flower shop where you live i thought you were going to ask me how difficult it is for me to find a boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) no um the grocery store actually has a pretty good selection of flowers here depending i mean it depends if they're in they're fresh and they're nice uh, recently priced and everything, but um, it's not like it's a actual floral shop where right, you can get right. big fancy bouquets and pay seventy five dollars for something that's going to die in a week. I know this isn't an option for everyone, but like I am Trader Joe's flowers, they're fucking great. Trader Joe's plants, they're fucking great. So if that's an option. It's an option. 
Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is pretty tra- good. Traders, tra- trader, traders, Trader Joe's. He's just one trader. Right? Not a trader to his just country, one. but he was trader, trading trader. goods and services. Right. Right. I don't have one of those down the road. Yeah. But. I mean, don't I, you work on a mountain? Can't you drive up to like a meadow and just like freshly pick them? I, I guess I could. <laughs> Come on, put a little effort in there. It is wild. No, hard, only if she tells me to. <laughs> Again, slippery slope, Marty. Slippery slope. Okay, I don't Neil think uh, I don't think we need Hannah in <laughs> relationship <laughs> quarter anymore. She we listens to this. <laughs> she listens to this. Tell Andy to put a little effort on the meadow. <laughs> I'll invite her up to the meadow to pick with me. That's and that'll kill the conversation honest. right then. No, because then you're gonna be mushroom hunting. You're gonna be like doing all like. Give her a, a bouquet <laughs> of mushrooms. Relationship Gross. corner. I- I don't mind picking <laughs> mushrooms. I just don't like eating them. Oh, yeah. I got. Oh, I got. I got something here. I want to get your guys' opinion on. Granted, this is an audio podcast, not a video podcast. We'll describe it. It's baby's right. breath, you guys. So, Again. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> so I got. Tom, what are you doing uh, with Tom, the baby? Put, it's put an it actual away, Tom. baby breathing on Tom. <laughs> so I got a housewarming gift for Ellie. She just bought a house. And wanted to get you guys' opinion oh. on it. I mean, I bought it, but it's a... Here, I'll show it in front of... I don't know how oh, easy yeah. you could see it, but yeah. it's a... No, you're good. It's a wooden engraved, uh, I guess, like, art piece of Philadelphia, where she bought the house at. And you I can have, actually, like... I think that's a winner. I actually really it's like all, that. It's all, like, laser engraved, and... I've seen winner. those. Tom, those are good. You put, those you are cool. Put, you put normal men to shame. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> Tom, get out of here. Uh, See, the, okay. pro- the hey. problem is her birthday's coming up next month, too. So it's like... Why don't you save gotta, it? How do you follow I gotta, up? I, I got to follow this up then afterwards. See? Wait, no, no, no. Let's no, 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 no. Cut it in half. <laughs> Give half. Half for the birthday. Wait, wait a minute. I got, I got a question. Wait, wait. Is cut this... it like a puzzle piece. <gasps> no, no. Like that... those hearts oh, where you go. have half each. You have half each of the little gold. Oh, yeah. You put them together and it's love. Yeah. Such love. You can cut it in half and say the other house in my house, and when we move in together, the other I'll house be, in my heart, you wall. say, and yeah. then uh, swoons happen, and it'll be fine. Or else, just say like, that's kind of gross. Don't say that. You could just like get a little drill and like, or mark where her house is on the map. I'd be afraid of fucking it up. I was thinking about doing something like that, but it's something well, that she can polish. remove off of it nah, if she nah, didn't nah, like nah, it. Nah. Don't uh, go there. Push pin. Push pin. Don't go there. Um, Pushpin put, isn't as long there. as it's not damaging to the. That, thing, that's what it I, is. I, I don't want to damage it, right? Yeah. yeah. No, because yeah. it is very nice. I am on board with this. You should feel uncomfortable unless about that, but that. I'm on board with this gift. <laughs> I was gonna say unless I save that for like the birthday, but. So know. no, no. You, there you go. So you give her the picture for the warming, and you give her a pushpin. The yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah. It's a combo game. Because it goes for wherever you move. I'll give you another one. I guess one. we could do a whole it's podcast. It's than a PS4. A whole podcast about what Tom should get is, his girlfriend for his birthday. But my love language is not gift giving, so I can't help you. I've already that's tried funny. to help you. I struggle. I don't, I don't think I the man needs help. It Actually, like yeah, yeah. This is fine. Usually I suck at gift giving. You make me sick, Dom. Yeah, this is fine. You're, <laughs> you make you're, me you're, sick. You're, you're, making, you're making Neil and Andrew look like bad this, here. No. <laughs> no. Of okay. course she, she doesn't. She's not She's heard Neil. Anymore, How long have you guys been together? <laughs> she could care less. Yeah, exactly. Like, she just need to hear him yeah. when he's not around. 
What was more? That's like torture. That. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway. So I guess you know, since we talked about drawers, nobody mentioned where they keep their sex toys. Because <laughs> they should well, be that's in the drawer. Not a nostalgia drawer. That's a different drawer. <laughs> it's not, but no, but it is a drawer that you don't want people finding or a box. When Honestly, I think well, my sex even. toy drawer would be less embarrassing than my journals. That's yeah. fair. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. Andrew's hand is just over Andy, his eyes. I just threw it out there. I only said it because the conversation lulled. And I well, was I was like, giving okay, it. I felt like we've been recording for a while and I'm trying to wrap up. I was giving Andy an opening, but. I think it well, is time to wrap up. Our, our normal, our normal wrap up is, Hannah, do you have to pee? I could pee. I don't have to, but I will as soon as we stop talking. In the bathroom. And the show goes on. And that was our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good one. It was a good one. We learned a lot about ourselves. I think we learned that Tom is the most wholesome. No, Tom is so wholesome. How are you here? (laughs) He is, isn't he? We need him here, actually, because he is the anti Hannah. And so there's balance. (laughs) Yeah, balance. I, I did get word, Tom, that the librarian is a fan of you. Oh, so, librarian. like, oh. the, but he's taken she... librarian. He has a girlfriend. <laughs> no, just thirsty. I just asked. You know what? I asked what she thinks of having Tom on the podcast. She goes, I like Tom. He's he's he brings good energy. Balances out Hannah. Oh, that's what so. She said. <laughs> so Hannah has bad energy. Is that librarian? like a bad I have a yourself. chaotic energy. Hold on, but aren't you doing a podcast with a librarian and she just smack talked to you? Nope. No, that she's doing, doing a podcast no. with Meredith. One of oh, Meredith is up all our listeners. Yeah, we I have our first know. episode recorded no. in the can. Nice. Did you get it published yet? What? No, is we're going to release yeah? on uh, the first Monday of May. So we're just okay, getting cool. ahead of time. According to the internet, you should so release you... three at one time so you get a better audience. And I'm tired of being a scientist, so we need to get an audience. All right. So you're getting three on your belt? future future podcaster here. Podcast Empire. Are you releasing three of well, them? Well, we, the we will release three of them. One will be more okay. of an intro, but I need I'm going to tell my favorite cannibal story in episode 1. Right, what what's the cadence are you going to release weekly? It will be weekly after that. Once a weekly. month, twice 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 a month. Weekly, and okay. I think it will weekly. be one person telling a story per week cuz I told my story and it was an hour long, so but I thought you said you like to be on podcast, or you would want to be on a podcast that you're having like a discussion. Oh, but they, like they respond talking. while I'm telling the story. Oh, okay. It's not me talking right. for an entire hour. There's like, gotcha. there's back and forth, but yeah. So are you going to invite us on? Oh my God, you guys could each bring your favorite <laughs> crime. Do you have one? Nope. Andy's my first guest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Brandy's know. Andy's like, kind of like lumberjack this disaster. Crime. What if I find the lumberjack crime? Would you come on the podcast to respond to it? Lumberjack. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. All will. right. That's going in my master list of topics. You guys could also <laughs> tell me what topic you would to like or bring your own story. Okay. Hannah, Hannah, I'm going to do you a favor and I'm going to let the dealer I'm choose. I'm going to bring Albert Fish so you then, can... and you're going to hate it. Sign me uh, up. All right. It'll be a while. I have a book to read. Oh, talking about books. Eventually, Neil's going to finish his book. Which are we? Oh. What? <laughs> so on that note, um, we will catch you. <laughs> did, you no. did you start back up? 
<laughs> we never said like the outro at all. Alright, anyone's listening right now, Hannah's shut off her audio. She's gone. <laughs> She's off to bigger and better things, but we're gonna close this out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Plans Are Optional. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Plans Are Optional or on Twitter at Optional Plans. No guarantee if we'll ever listen or read those because oh. we don't we don't ever go there. We we didn't we didn't bring it back to Dick's. And we just did, so...